Good morning. This is Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd, and I'm Laura Hurd, and it is Tuesday, August the 21st. And as promised last week, I am here again one week out on a Tuesday, and I was able to grab a few moments to update you all on what's going on. And last week I talked about um being courageous in the face of fear. And I I spoke of a particular thing that was going on in our lives with my son and transitioning to his new Sunday school class. So if you follow me on Facebook at Real Life Moms by Laura Heard, then you have seen the pictures and you will already know that we had a successful Sunday. So we went to church and of course I and I was already expecting what I knew was going to happen, what I talked about in my previous podcast. If you haven't listened to that, you may want to go back and and catch up, but so even though what I had feared was going to happen did happen. My son was able to overcome his anxiety and the part of him that is rigid and is used to routine. And thankfully, God had placed a person there that is dear to our family at the right time. And that person was able to kind of come into the scene and and mention Miles's name and kind of, you know, let him know, hey, it's okay. And this is this is what we're doing. This is normal. So so eventually he made up his mind and it had to be on his terms. <laughs> and he walked down the hall and walked right into his room finally. So that was a very victorious moment for us and so I did end up staying in the room with him just to be there with him because I could tell when he went in the room he sat down at the table and my heart still broke for him because I could see all over him that he was very anxious and nervous and he was still trying to put on a smile it was the sweetest thing but at the same time it was heartbreaking so um Again, I stayed in there with him, and he did have a a little bit of trouble toward the end of the class. There was probably five to ten minutes left, which is great. I mean, he did wonderful. I'm not not complaining. I'm not trying to point out the bad. I want to praise God for for all of it. Um, but it's just you know part of it is the reality of having a child with autism that does have high anxiety and hard. It's just hard to transition to new environments. So that's why I talk about these things. And to help anybody else out there who may be facing the same kind of circumstances that knowing that somebody else out there has been there and done that and has overcome or maybe not overcome. And maybe I would be in the middle of a situation that I'm pushing through. I mean, we're all here to encourage one another and share stories and just lift each other up in prayer. So toward the end of class, he he went to hit me a couple times. Um when he's when he gets frustrated and 
he just, he can't express himself verbally. So he just comes to me expecting me to understand and take care of the situation. And because he doesn't know how to deal with the situation. So he comes and like takes it out on me. Um, so that is part of the reality, but I, I do have faith that this is going to just get better and better. So we left five minutes early, went to go get big brother from class, met him halfway. And so it all worked out. So if you all did listen to last week's podcast and were in prayer, I just thank you so much for those prayers from the bottom of my heart, because this was a big deal for us. And I now can have, you know, even more confidence going forward. So, um, Another thing I wanted to talk about was this past week, if you have, if you know my story from following um, my journey, then you know that I do have an autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis to be exact, and I've been struggling lately with the pain and inflammation from that. So Sunday... Not only did we have that victory moment with my younger son, but I had two victory moments with my older son, who was neurotypical, but this was more related to my health and overcoming obstacles in my personal life. So there were two events going on Sunday afternoon with that involved different branches of our church that I wanted to be a part of and that my older son, that I could take an opportunity and the advantage of including him and having some of that special time, but just between me and him, because that does not, that does not happen very often because I am, most of my time is spent taking care of my younger son. So one of the events was evangelism and what happens there is there's There's a group of people, excuse me, <clears throat> that meet every Sunday evening, usually between the hours of three and five. It varies Sunday to Sunday, but they meet in a community or maybe a subdivision that's near in the proximity of where our church is. And we go door to door. And this is the first time I've been. I say we because only I'm referring to the time that I went this past Sunday, but that was the first time I, I was able to go. And we hand out tracts um, for people and we talk to them about Jesus. So I said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take my older son with me. And this is going to be some time for us together, not only for us, but for the Lord and to give him that experience as well. And I was so proud of him for stepping up and he was willing. He rang on two two doorbells and nobody was home, <laughs> unfortunately. And then um, the, on the two houses that he knocked on the doors or rang the doorbells. So, but the fact that he was willing, that's the most important thing. So that was such a blessing to see and just be a part of that small group. It was just very encouraging. So, and then the next thing we left there and we went down to um, the middle school and they had a prayer down there on the grounds for the children and teachers and everyone involved um, there. So a small group met there and we prayed for different needs, different things, prayed for our children and the teachers. So that was a huge blessing to be with that group of people from our church 
and to be able to pray for those people. So it was, I mean, Sunday was a very great day for, (laughs) for me and hopefully my entire family. So, and it was, I mean, it was just a, you know, it was just a huge blessing. So when I'm talking about doing the hard thing as the title of my last podcast, and when we do hard things in life and we face our fears and we have the courage to go into battle and do the, you know, do the work it takes. And even though we don't know the outcome, we don't know what's going to happen. As long as we show up and we, we are, we make ourselves a willing sacrifice to the Lord to say, Hey, I'm not perfect. I don't I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that you do. And I know that whatever happens is this is nothing is out of God's will. So if it's hard, even after we go into battle, we may get defeated. But that 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 should not stop us from trying and making ourselves open and willing to doing the things that the Lord is calling us to do. So that's one thing that I've had time to reflect on since last week. And yes, I could have been defeated and what could have happened Sunday didn't have to happen. And I would still be here today saying, at least I went and did that hard thing. So I was very encouraged through that message and the thought that I had about facing the hard things in life and being there and showing up anyway, no matter what the outcome is. And that's where our faith in God comes in in saying that we trust him and we hope in him. And because we love God, it's not, it's not because of we're working toward anything. We're not working toward God thinking that if we do something, he's going to love us more. No, it's because we love him that we do these things. And that's the whole mindset and the and the thought process and the reflection that I've had over this past week because of what happened Sunday and from the message from last week's podcast. And I and I hope and pray that someone listening today and last week that you're able to be encouraged through this message. Maybe it's something that you're facing that you have yet to to go into battle. No matter what the outcome is, know that God is already there. It may not turn out in your mind the way that you expect it to, but you have to understand maybe that that was that wasn't God's will for how that was supposed to be. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, to give up. If God is calling you to do something and it and it falls flat, you know, you have to evaluate what's going on around this. This and this is a very personal thing. You have to take the evaluation and based on your prayer and how God's leading you, whether if you should go a different direction totally and turn away after you go into battle and face those fears or or continue on. And in my case, the way that it worked out was favorable. I mean, it was a good thing. But even if we would have went Sunday and my son was not able 
to go into the Sunday school classroom at all. And maybe he has a meltdown in the hallway and maybe I'm frustrated out and it's coming out of my ears and, (laughs) and we have to turn around and leave after we just got there. In this case, I would try again, even though I would be very discouraged that I would say, you know, I just, I feel like that God wants my children at, at, in the church house. And yes, this is, you know, autism. Let's go back to this. Let's p- press pause for just a minute. Autism is a spectrum. We need to understand that. And I want to reiterate this again, as I do in some of my podcasts. Autism is a very, very huge spectrum. There are children that are unable to to, to even come out of their homes based on where they're at, if they're more if they're more severe on the spectrum, it's very hard for families to leave their homes because of the the anxiety that their child experiences, which falls into the behavior category as well that's reflected upon, reflected outward with what they're dealing with inward. So I want to make that clear that this could have easily happened to us and I'm thankful that we were able to overcome those things. It was my, you know, my my son was able to overcome his anxieties. And no matter what, you know, God is with us. But there are cases where families cannot leave their homes. And there may be days that my my child is having a, a hard day. And I know as his mother, because I am his caregiver full time, and I'm with him, and I know him, <laughs> that I'll say, we're not going today because I it, I just, I, I know. And so I will not push it on those days. And that's where lovingly stretching your child, and Dr. Temple Grandin talks about doing that. But you know your child. You know what's best for your child. No one else can tell you what to do. God gave you that child. God knit your child together in your womb, and you know your child, and you do what's best for your child and your family. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't try based on how we know our child. So because I knew my son wanted to go to church that morning, I talked to him about it. He seemed excited about it like he always does. Yet I knew what we were facing regardless, but I still wanted to choose to go into battle because I wanted to try. And so, you know, take these things with a grain of salt based on your position if you're listening and you do have a child with autism. Um, if they're maybe have Asperger's, which Asperger's is on the less severe side, maybe a little bit more in the midline of the autism spectrum. It's something you feel like you can stretch your child that they're having a good day. And no matter where you're going, no matter what you're doing, not just church anywhere. And you're saying, I'm going to choose today to stretch them. Yes, it's going to be hard because they've never experienced this. They've never been in this environment. But you're going to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do the hard thing. I'm going to go into battle knowing that God is already there, no matter the outcome, you know, and that's, that's how I am able to keep a positive attitude. (laughs) Because I know that God, it's, you know, God's in control. I don't, I don't have to worry about anything because God, he's already, you know, I give it to him. And I'm like, you know, this is on, this is when we, 
When we trust God, we can leave the consequences to Him. And so that's that's my thought process when I'm going to these things. So I hope some of that made sense. I hope that helped. And one last thing I want to talk about. If you guys follow me on social media, you want to go to Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd on Facebook. I'm doing a giveaway and it la- it starts today and it's going to go through next Tuesday. So that's seven days. It's going to last a week. And all you have to do is you will see um, where I'm going to pin this at the top. It's already there. And so I'm going to go ahead and pin it at the top. So when when you all go to see it, it'll already be right there for you to see and won't get mixed up. So um, I'm giving away raising the title of the book is Raising Great Girls. And it's my darling Brock. She is the president and co-founder of the Grit and Grace Project. And you know that I I am a part of their team there. I'm a contributor there. Contributor there. And um, I love those ladies. Very precious precious ladies there and they have been they have reached out to me in different ways and this is something that I'm doing to give back to them because they you know that that group there and the website and everything they just they mean so much to me it's easy way to enter to win this free book and I've read this book I am a boy mom but this book I have been able to glean so much from regardless So even if you're a boy mom, go ahead and enter because this book is just amazing. And I talk about this on the post, but and also wrote a blog post about it, that you're going to want to have this on your bookshelf for years to come. This is a book that you're going to find yourself recommending to other people, possibly even buying for your friends. If you're, if you're a book lover and your friends are book lovers and you know, when you give somebody a book, that's the greatest gift ever. So be sure to enter that giveaway on Facebook. And so go to Real Life Moms by Laura Heard. And again, I'm going to pin it up there. All you do is like, you're going to like the post and you're going to comment and you're going to, in the comment line, you're going to tag anybody you want to that would be interested in this book. And that's just to spread the love to the girls over at the Grit and Grace Project and Darlene Brock um, for everything that they've, they've done for me. So thank you guys so much for listening today. Hopefully we can do this again next Tuesday, but until then, I'll see you later.